Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gann, along with my partner, Jack and Nicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. If you now the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com. Follow us on Instagram at justsayingnowgwjs for article and video updates. And don't forget to get us in your ears on Spotify at Just Saying Football. Super Bowl 58's here. The entire season has completely gone by. Um, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. Currently right now, the 49ers are favored in this one by minus two with an over under here of 47 and a half. Jack, what are your thoughts going into this game? We got Reba McIntyre uh, at the very beginning of the game. We're going to get Usher at halftime. Break down some of this game for us. Yeah, man, 58. It sounds crazy, but we are actually at Super Bowl 58. Um, you know, crazy season, and it's ended up, you know, with two teams that at the beginning of the season, you know, we kind of expected to at least make deep playoff runs. Um, both of them with awesome wins um throughout their playoff runs. So you got to give it up to for both of these teams. But man, we have a star-studded game. Um, we're gonna get into everything from all of the favorite questions, all of our favorite bets, all of the coolest stats we got. There are some great ones in this one. So, Shanzi, let's kick it off. What do you got for us to start? I mean, I'm looking at these defenses, honestly, and I, I know everybody wants to talk about the Chiefs offense and and the 49ers offenses for what they're able to do, what they're able to game plan, how they're able to scheme. But the unsung heroes of both of these teams, especially with the Chiefs, has been their defense all season. So which one do you think is going to be the the winner? Which one do you think is going to be able to make the stop? Because if you look at it, you got Fred Warner covering Travis Kelsey, Nick Bolton covering George Kittle. You got Ladarius Sneed, who's been playing like an all-pro all-season, locking down everyone, taking on uh, Debo Samuel. It's yeah. going to be a tough one for me, honestly, about which defense is going to do better. Yeah, I honestly, you know, I, I like the the edge that the Chiefs have with the experience. But at the end of the day, I do think that the team that needs to make that stop will be the 49ers. They have so many playmakers. You know, they went out and got Chase Young this year. They got Nick Bosa on a big deal. They need those guys to disrupt Mahomes, have him running around. Um, as we know, you know, the Chiefs offense, like you mentioned, Travis Kelsey and Fred Warner is a huge matchup this week. Um, you know, right now, Fred Warner has the best passer rating coverage nearest uh, to his nearest defender, and that'll most likely be Kelsey, only 61.9% pass rating. So you're looking at that as an opportunity where, you know, they're going to have the Chiefs are going to be forced to look at other weapons. And, you know, like you mentioned, there is a lot of star-studded offense for the 49ers that I do believe could, you know, kind of find the break in the Chiefs. You know, they have been doing that all season, they great defenses. But, I mean, I will go with the Niners are the team that are going to have to have a bigger day from their defense for sure. I love that. You know, if you look at these teams top down, whether it's head coaching, um, you got Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, yeah. whether it's quarterbacks and Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes, tight ends, you know, defensive line defenses, they are star sudden. And I just want to give a shout out to Rasheed Rice, who's in his rookie season right now. 79 receptions, 938 yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, of that since week six, he got 765 and six of those. So it's been absolutely insane. He has 20 receptions for 223 yards this uh, this uh, postseason and a touchdown. I'm looking at him to have a big game. He had a big one in the first one, eight for 130 and one. And what's scary right now also about this Kansas City team is they got, they got two guys with over 200 receiving yards because Travis Kelsey has been on a yep. tear in the postseason. <laughs> All three of his games, 
over 70 reception yards. So if you're looking at a bet and there's a nice little bet out there of over 70, I would take that one comfortably. Three touchdowns, including the incredible catch and insane catch that he had yeah. against Kyle Hamilton, which was a perfectly thrown ball by Patrick Mahomes. So I just got to give a shout out to him right now. I think this is going to come down to how well can you scheme them? How well can you move it out? Because again, you got Fred Warner and Nick Bolton. These guys throughout the entire yeah. season go up against the, arguably the top two tight ends in their respective position. I mean, shout out Mark Andrews and Sam Laporta and the injured TJ Hawkinson, but these yeah. are really the two perennial guys in these. So I, if these linebackers aren't ready, they're able to to find openings, especially Travis Kelsey. Whew, Chiefs might walk away with a win. Yeah. And you know, it's going to have to be a big day. We've seen Kittle have some ups and downs this season, some great games, some games that, you know, goes more into Ayuk's hands. But at the end of the day here, you know, I think that when you look at a guy like um, George Kittle, you're looking at Brock Purdy to have a big game. And I know we haven't uh, mentioned him yet, but it's crazy because Mr. Irrelevant, as everyone's saying this week, has finally, you know, kind of gotten the redemption for last year when he was injured in the NFC Championship. Um, Right now, he will be the third youngest NFL QB to start a Super Bowl. What do you think is going through that guy's mind this week? I think it's the same as always. You're showing up, you're doing your job, and that's what you just have to do. Um, and speaking of history being made by uh, by Brock Purdy, not only is he the third youngest, he's the third Mr. Irrelevant in NFL history uh, to enter into a Super Bowl. The other two are Ryan Suckup, who won in 2020 with Tampa Bay, yeah. and linebacker Marty Moore, who was part of that 1996 Patriots team that ended up losing. Uh, wow. So Purdy's there continuing to make history, but I think for him, it's basically every other game. I think, you know, the notion of game manager with him is definitely a, a negative notion, but mm-hmm. if I'm being called a game manager and I've gone to back-to-back NFC championships and I'm in uh, a Super Bowl, I'm fine with being called that because clearly something's happening. And I recall for a long time, and this is not to say that he is this individual, but for a long time, everyone thought that that's what Brady was, was just a kind of like a normal game manager when he was doing so well at the start. And again, I'm not saying that he yeah. is Brady whatsoever. <laughs> that's going to take a lot more time to determine that. Take nine more Super Bowls. But when, when you build a great team like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have, yeah. You can be a game manager and win because why you have all pros and pro ballers across the board on your offense and defense. So while it's negative, I think for Purdy, this is any other game. They have the playmakers. They have the scheme. They know this team who, by the way, Patrick Mahomes three and O against them, including the super bowl in his career. But there's nothing wrong. I think in this, in this area being called a game manager, because again, you have all the right pieces around you. Shanahan has built this offense and this team. John Lynch has helped making the right moves, the right trades, getting young, signing Javon Hargrave. Um, So to me, it's like, sure. Call him a game manager all you want. I think for him, it's just going to be another game. And I'm, I'm really excited to see it. My biggest question though, is we saw Kadarius, Tony saying he wasn't injured on Instagram (laughs) then saying he was the wide receiver one when the ball's given to him. Is he going to suit up? Because a year ago, he had the great punt return that saved the Chiefs and helped them win the game. Uh, People forgot that already like that, but he showed up in a big game. So do you think he's going to suit up given what's been going on? 
Yeah, I think you got to at least have him suit up and and get out there. That's got to, you know, even if you don't plan to get him the ball too much, you know, he is, he could be a decoy in a way. Um, But, you know, he is an impact player when he's healthy. We, you know, obviously they seem to have an internal thing going on there. But, you know, like, I think that they will limit distractions, go into this game kind of as a team. Um, But like you mentioned, at the end of the day, we know that he has two number one receivers now there with Kelsey and Rice. So Mahomes... I don't think that Kadarius Tony will be the priority, even though Kadarius always says that's his favorite teammate. But we've seen them in this before, right? We have seen Andy Reid four out of the last five Super Bowls. It's kind of becoming one of those things. You know, it's kind of becoming a trend now. Um, how do you feel, you know, about the coaching in this one? You know, does Kyle Shanahan have an edge? You know, as you mentioned, they are 0-3. Three, oh three. He is 0-3 against Andy Reid all time so how do you feel like what edge really do the Niners have here with like any experience I think it's I mean their whole team has that experience but I think for me what they have compared to that previous Super Bowl is they were up 20 to 10 they were celebrating in the end zone then they lost 31 to 20 yeah um but what we see in this season is uh adversity for them they had that Mm -hmm. they hit that spree of losing games had to come back and crawl to get to that number one seed. And then what we've seen in this postseason is very different than what we've seen. They weren't dominating the Packers the way that they had. They didn't yeah. dominate the lions, the entire game, the way that we've seen them kind of do it in the past in the postseason, uh, minus the Eagles game last year. What we saw was them having to come from behind everybody. I think I mentioned a few times that they were releasing all the stats about Kyle Shanahan when he's down at halftime, when he's down in the fourth quarter. And yeah. what did we see the last two weeks in the fourth quarter? They played great football, excellent football against the Packers, won the game. What did we see in the second half against the Lions? A complete readjustment across the board that won them the game, down 17 points. You know, these are the things that I think everyone wanted to see from Kyle Shanahan and this team is that when they're down, when they're 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 not looking like they're going to win the game, can yeah. they, you know, put on their bootstraps and, and do something? Because the Chiefs yeah. have been able to do that year in and year out. And I think finally for for the 49ers, they're right there. This to me is is going to be a very different Super Bowl than what we saw just a few years ago. I don't think there's going to be any celebrating until the clock hits zero from this 49ers team, even if they're up 30 points for whatever reason. Yeah, they just got to keep the pedal down. Like you said, the first halves weren't great from them, and you cannot let Kansas City get out of you. So that's the game plan definitely, I feel like, is get McCaffrey going. Um, You know, I feel like we haven't mentioned him a lot. I think – you know, um, the, the key really has run through him. You know, we have seen them, you know, even when they're down, they're running the ball because they do trust their offensive line. They trust, you know, what kind of opens up when McCaffrey's there, um, you know, as well as on the Chiefs now, you know, Pacheco has been having a great postseason and he's been opening it up. So I do expect, you know, like we mentioned, this, this is a great match between the running backs and the front seven on the defenses on both sides. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a, a great game. Um, obviously, I always say I never like, you know, looking at it like the Chiefs can be underdogs even when they are because they do have that edge. Like you mentioned, one one big play from any of these Niners big guys, you have a touchdown, you could be up right at the end of the game. It It's very interesting. So, like, let's get into it. Who do you think could win? Who do you think could win the Super Bowl MVP? That's going to be a tough one for me. I think the obvious answer are the quarterbacks, but just to break away yeah, from that, because it, always, cause it always goes to the quarterbacks, yeah. is um I think for the 49ers, 
I think it could be Fred Warner. I, I'm, you know, he, this Ooh, is a guy who flies all over the field nonstop. I don't know if anyone saw that highlight from 2022 of that angle that he took and he jumps over a player to make a tackle. Yeah, like that, yeah. That's the kind of guy that he is. Um, so I'll throw Fred Warner into that for uh, the 49ers. He's the leader of that team outside of Nick, unless unless Nick Bosa decides to go off and get like four sacks. Um, but I think it's going to be Fred Warner because of his tackles and ability to get an interception and while he's guarding Kelsey. Um, and then for the Chiefs, I'm looking at the rookie. I'm looking at Rasheed Rice. I think that this is going to be a game where they are going to be so hyper-focused on Kelsey. He is going to need to find ways to break away from these cornerbacks. And we've mm-hmm. seen guys do it. We've seen Josh Reynolds do it. We saw Jamison Williams do it. We saw you know, the Lions and the Packers guys do it regardless of who it was. So to me, I'm looking also at Rasheed Rice to potentially be that like- MVP Although, you know, got to give love Super to Super Bowl MVP so. in the rookie year would be amazing. He is he's pretty set up for it right now. What about I you? I will say, I, I, I kind of like your angle where one team could have a defense on the Niners. Um, You know, I will say, I, I weirdly feel a, a strange, like, Debo Samuel game. I know I said it to you before, and you were like, I don't know. For the Niners, I see if they're going to have a big play, it's going to be from him, and it's going to be a long ball. Um, with that, I feel like you kind of create an environment where like that could make them go up or it could be a game winner. Like he also could have a lot of rushing yards in this one. They get a lot of, you know, creative on their offense um, for the chiefs. I feel like Pacheco, if they're up, could be having high score potential. And I know he has great, you know, margin to not be the MVP, you know, running backs, very rare, but it would be cool to see somebody outside, like you mentioned of the quarterbacks do that. But I know I didn't mention defense player, but like you said, I think if Chris Jones could get like two sacks and like a fumble, forced fumble, I think he could do it. Cause he's a guy who's a real like chief. He could make it. Nick Bolton last year had a, I thought a decent case to, yeah, to win case. Super Bowl MVP, especially with the fumble recovery for a touchdown that really started to change the tide of that Super Bowl. So yeah, I, I, I like that for the Chiefs as well. All right. I'm going to give everybody my pick right now. Okay. Uh, when I have bet against Mahomes in the playoffs, which is twice this year. I said he'll lose in Buffalo. They, they won. And I said he's going to lose in Baltimore. And they won. And then I said last year he was going to lose in the Super Bowl. And he won. So I'm 0 for 3 in the playoffs. It's been rough, whether it's divisional uh, championship or the Super Bowl. I just don't do well. And for that reason, I'm riding with the 49ers again. Oh. All right? I'm, I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes. Because to me, I, it's everything I said a little bit ago. I think this is a much yeah. better 49ers team. I'm sorry for everybody for the sounds of New York City right now. Uh, if you can hear that ambulance driving past me. Um, but for me, it's everything that this team has had to go through this season. Their loss in the Super Bowl, I think, really matured them uh, in a lot of ways. What they went through last year, losing the NFC Championship game, how they've handled this playoffs and the season is vastly different. And I will also say it's been very similar for the Chiefs in some respects. Them dropping games you didn't expect them to drop, the way that they didn't play as well as they usually do offensively, but then showing up in the playoffs when they needed them most. They won a game against Baltimore. Um in 17-10, in which they didn't put up a single point, a single point in the second half, and they still won. That speaks volumes to this Chiefs defense and what they're able to do. And so, while I am going the 49ers, I think this is going to be, again, like a very different yeah. Super Bowl than we saw four years ago. These are two very different teams. They're not, they didn't dominate the way that they did. They've had to go through their ups and downs. Playbook's wide open, too. I expect yeah. a lot of a lot of like crazy uh, stuff. And, and anytime yeah. touchdown to Jarek McKinnon, I am all for it in this one. He's healthy. They activated him. I love it. 
I love that pick. Um, I, I know I'll oppose you here. I rode Mahomes last week against the Ravens to, you know, know my Super Bowl pick uh, for the Ravens was going to get killed. Went with it. Did great. Um, I'm going to go with Mahomes. As you mentioned in the beginning, I do not do well when I'm picking against them. And what we've seen this playoffs has been truly special. The connection that he's had with the offensive players around him. I think that, you know, as well as the defense plays well, they can keep Kansas City in the game. Um, Like you mentioned, I, a big game from Rasheed Rice and Kelsey are hugely needed for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, Holmes gets his third. As much I do want to put on the record that when you look at this Niners team, it is a Niners team that you want all these guys to get rings. But it is almost like, you know, inevitable um, sometimes for some athletes. And after Mahomes lost that Tampa Bay one, I don't think he wants to go back to losing. No, but, absolutely uh, I want not. to say, too, I know you mentioned the Jarek McKinnon touchdown as a great bet to cut to cap off. Do you have any? things that you like to tell the people that they should be looking at for this weekend. I would say, first of all, take a, take the spread more than two. Okay. So last year it was three. The year before that was three. The year before that was 12. The year before that 11, the year before that 10, nine, the spread of two is just way too close. Okay. Yeah. So go for a, a wider spread, at least go three points. Another one chiefs money line. All right. Right now they're plus one Oh two, <laughs> at least on DraftKings. And look, Mahomes is in favorite. That's always a, a great bet. Like uh, a team like that and a, a culture like that that is not favored in a game is a happy bet to take. So I'll go with the Chiefs money line. I like the over at 47 and a half. I also think a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown at plus 130 is really, really sexy. CMC is minus 215. Pacheco's minus 120. Kelsey's minus 110. These are the guys that we expect to score touchdowns. Other people in this game are going to need to step up and score. <laughs> yeah. So think about that for any time. I like Rasheed Rice, though. He's been a personal favorite of mine. I love that. And you've been riding with him all year, and he has delivered. Picked um, him up in a fantasy league. Fucking He's legend. Been fantastic. What I'm about you? Any to... bets for the people? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking a couple of things. One thing I wanted to start in the beginning is the Purdy over for uh, 246 and a half. He has been over. He has been around 250 in his last five games. At the last three of five, he has hit over this line. Um, I do think that he is going to utilize his weapons. I I like that CMC is at 91, but he could have an added to this passing game um, a lot throughout the game. I love that. I mentioned the Pacheco MVP. I did take that. That is plus 3500. Not available in New York, but I will say the Kelsey over. Sean mentioned it before at 70 point. Five, that is an absolute steal because we know he's doing great. We know he's been killing it in the playoffs. And if he it does get that space against Fred Warren, we know he's going to have a big game. Um, I also love a Mahomes anytime touchdown last week against the Ravens. That was plus 700. He has scored rushing touchdowns in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs, but he has scored zero this year. And now the opening line is plus 370. I do believe that he could hit that, um, you know, you know, I I totally just see him running in the end zone. Adding to that, the 25 and a half rushing yards from him. Um, he has been averaging around 24 a game this year, but this is the biggest game. He got two good pass rushers on the other side, and you can't put him down when he's down like that, you know? Both his quarterbacks are going to be moving. You know, one of the things I think when talked about, like how uh, pretty game manages, if you watch the game last week, how he ran the ball, that's not what a game manager does. Both these quarterbacks are going to need to make plays with their feet yeah. uh, when the time comes. So I like that bet as well. Um, guys, that's that's all the time that we have today. That's everything Super Bowl 58. But don't worry, because there's a lot of offseason uh, changes in coaching. 
A lot yeah. of really great free agents compared to last year. A lot of interesting draft things to come, especially in the quarterback position. Got some hot takes and stats for you already uh, yeah. burning in my brain. Uh, so <laughs> don't go anywhere after the Super Bowl. We we have a lot more uh, coming at you. And stay tuned on Instagram because we'll have a few bets also, I think, for you. For sure. Yeah, stay tuned. Thank you guys for sticking with us all season. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you. Enjoy this game. This is a stacked game, as you've already heard. And always make sure to follow us, Just Saying Football, on Spotify and YouTube. Make sure to get all your updates, as Sean said, on our Instagram with Just Saying, no G-W-J-S. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy.